Here we go. As it's a Monday afternoon, it's really good to have your company. Uh, today on the show, just after four, one yeah. of the last chances for you guys to get on board the v- Edge VIP Yacht Party. Did I tell you guys <laughs> I've been... The Veg Party. The Veg Party's a different party, guys. Five plus a day on this yacht. Three <laughs> half I haven't caught a fish either. I want to catch oh, a fish oh, on that boat. What's going on God. about catching a fish? We're not there to fish. We're, not, we're, ca- there, to, we're there to party. It's better yeah. than catching something off Aaron from the Geordie Shore. <laughs> wow. That could happen as well. I've been bringing my Glen 20 and my dead old wife to that. <laughs> all day, all day. Coming up next, one of the most famous athletes has come out with a really, really weird conspiracy theory that he believes in. So if you've got a crazy friend, you'll probably relate to this next. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I was watching an interview this morning with Kyrie Irving. Who oh, plays... hold on. Is this from Sharon's news desk? <laughs> <laughs> Your mind is about to be blown, ladies and gentlemen. A brand new segment that none of us knew about. <laughs> Not even me. Didn't know this desk was a news desk, but now I do. So Kyrie Irving, he plays for the Cavs in the NBA, and it turns out he's got some weird theories on life. First up, he admitted on a podcast that he strongly believes that the Earth is flat. Now, we do have audio of this, except he's, uh, it's almost like he got interviewed <laughs> midway midway through a concert. So, like backstage at a nightclub or something, eh? They make up like they find one bone to make up. So he's kind of saying something there. So what he's saying there, um, that someone asked him, have you ever seen pictures of the world and you know that it's round? How can you still believe that it's flat? And he goes, yeah, but I've learned a lot of things in school that turns out they're not true. So how do we know that that's not all untrue? Maybe he's got a point. Yeah, well, I'll... Hello, it's, the, the world has been round, photographed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say, maybe he's got a point? Maybe he's got a point. <laughs> it's, it, it's been round since a I'm car not a 95. So, hey, well, I don't know. I don't maybe know any better. Not. Well, the other thing that he said was that he believes that dinosaurs do not look like what we think they look like. That's I believe that, too. I'm like, how do they... How do, they pieced a lot together. Because that's the thing. He's like, nobody ever saw them. They've just found some bones and thought, huh... This oh, fits. This oh, is like so this. When you see pictures of Jesus and stuff, I'm like, how do they know Jesus look like that? Like, they've painted him to be um, a really hot-looking, shredded dude. Yeah, yeah, because nobody forgets those abs, and yeah. that's why everyone remembers Jesus. <laughs> Jesus might have been a guy like me, just a bit out of weight, a bit chubby. He might have been bald. He just might he have been your average Joe. He definitely wasn't. He definitely wasn't. But everyone's kind of got a Kyrie in their life, somebody that just believes the stupidest conspiracy theories. Like, my friend believes the conspiracy theory that Beyonce was never pregnant with Blue Ivy. Oh, really? What? So like, everyone says that it was fake and she just wore a baby bump and there's pictures of her bending over in a skin-tight dress and her, and her stomach concaves and stuff like that. So they all think that she faked her pregnancy. I agree with that. I reckon she's got two watermelons in her stomach at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys got any of these crazy friends? Yeah, I had a friend at school that was trying to convince me that um, brown cows made chocolate milk. What? <laughs> and they believe that? That was dead serious. Oh, man. I, had, I have a friend I work with called Sharon Casey, and my conspiracy theory is that Sharon Casey keeps pitching ideas for the radio show that involve Botox <laughs> so she can get free Botox. Her latest, her latest idea was the Botox bus. <laughs> She's like, and we'll get a busload of people, and they're all getting Botox. And I guess I'll have to go first. Yeah. Hey, but it's just a theory, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it's a crazy theory. Hey, if you've got a crazy friend who's, who's got, who believes something,
something really crazy like Kyrie Irving, like um, like Sharon does with Botox. What? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> a lot of texts are coming through here on 3343, uh, friends who believe in conspiracy theories. Uh, my mate reckons uh, he is very close to levitating off the ground. Wow. Also knows the six pressure points. Uh, and also loves a bong or ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. All your friends who have the conspiracy theories are the, the ones, they're not at work, are they? They're sucking back on the <laughs> devil's lettuce all day long, coming up with these whack job theories. It's true. Someone else says, I work with a guy that is convinced that all the world leaders were shapeshifter aliens who are conspiring to take over the world. <laughs> Isn't that basically just men in black? I haven't seen that movie, but it sounds yeah, like Men in Black. You might have been watching Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, maybe, just little. A lot of people um, are saying that when they were little, their parents would tell them that when Mr. Whippy played music, uh, they'd run out of ice cream. Great oh, play by parents. That Great is play. a good and play they from parents. That, and they believe that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's on the phone. How are you going? Good, thank you. You've never met a bad Brittany, do you? Meet, tell me one bad Brittany you've ever met, Ben. Well, I haven't met Spears, Brittany Spears, <laughs> but I'm sure no, she's Brittany's lovely. pretty good people. <laughs> yeah, good people, good people. Britt, uh, your conspiracy theory, your friend's conspiracy theory is what? Oh, the cowspiracy. What's the cowspiracy? Uh, there's a show on Netflix, and she made my entire family watch it. And it's basically saying that the cows are taking over the world, and we've <laughs> got to stop eating beef because otherwise, and this is the reason of global warming, and yeah. Hold on. And so basically, we had to watch it. Wow, it's re- it really sounds like you believed her as well. I can tell <laughs> by the tone of your voice that you really believed everything she said. I did until I watched it and there was nothing backing up any of the, like, information that that was saying. Oh, wow. there was nothing backing up the information that cows are taking over the world. <laughs> what? Surprising. Did they, did, yeah, they wow. not, did they not interview Millie McMillison? <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. And, and, like, Greenpeace and stuff wouldn't actually, in, like, let the video interview them. Oh, oh bloody yeah. Greenpeace. <laughs> Nightmare, aren't they? Greenpeace, all oh, that standing God, out there on the man. footpath of their clipboards <laughs> trying to sign you up to their all cause. they do. That's not all they do. <laughs> what else are they doing? Yeah. What else are they <laughs> They're out there saving whales oh, and they, stuff. They also burn incest <laughs> and hang up dream catchers. <laughs> <laughs> On the edge, Reese Witherspoon, uh, uh, actor. She's in she's in New Zealand right now. She's filming in Wanaka. She is. She's uh, with Oprah Winfrey and Mindy Kaling from the Mindy Project in the American Office. The spinoff for the uh, from the Jono Project is it, the Mindy Project. No, <laughs> nothing the, uh, spun off from that. The much awaited uh, follow the sequel. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but what it is is uh, the bounty is on Reese Witherspoon's head of two thousand dollars. If you can get her to call the edge to JJ Dom and Randall's show between six a.m. and ten a.m., then you'll win two. Thousand dollars, but yes, so know, far nobody's called. You know where you know where I think she's going wrong. They're going wrong. It's like two thousand dollars on her head. Yeah. If I heard that, I'd be like, whoa, okay. <laughs> what would Aggressive. I call these people? They want to end me, and they, and she hasn't called yet. At what stage do you go? Oh, we're giving off a desperate vibe here. When she gets on the plane to leave, oh, you keep harassing. Yeah, you just keep going. We like we did it with Margot Robbie a couple of years ago, and she ended up hearing it and ringing herself, and then she gave the money to charity. So, oh, Reese, awesome. if you're listening, maybe you could ring and give the two thousand dollars to charity. Well, hang on, we want to top it. This show, we want to top it, right? Because oh, yeah. of course, Reese with a spoon. She's here. She's a great actor, but this. Hey, there's Oprah. She's here. The leap show. Ben and Sharon. Over the years, the Edge Breakfast Show have put cash bounties out on celebrities staying in New Zealand to phone up their radio show. Yeah, can I talk to JJ or Dom? Is this Tom Cruise? Yes, it is. This is Russell Crowe on the Edge. Now they've got a $2,000 bounty out for Hollywood superstar Reese Witherspoon, who's here in New Zealand. Not to be outdone, John O'Ben and Sharon are putting up a bounty on Oprah to call their show. Eight whole dollars! Oh my goodness! Yes, eight whole dollars. Eight bucks for 
Oprah. Gretel of Time with John O'Bin and Sharon. Weekdays from 3 on the Edge with Hallenstein Brothers. Home of the $199 stretch fit suit, including free shirt and tie. The Edge. May I add that we're paying that $8 out of our own pocket? That's right. Yeah, that's not coming out of the radio <laughs> marketing budget. This is mm-hmm. our own mm-hmm. money. Eight, but couldn't stretch to 10 though. No. No, because no, no. $8 is an achievable figure. <laughs> yeah, we all decided to put $2 in each, and then uh, Dan, the producer, even put $2 yeah. in. Yeah. Have you seen Oprah? 0800 The Edge. Get her on the phone right now. <laughs> eight bucks. You'll get eight bucks. You get her on the phone. Jeez, I'd die if she actually phoned through. <laughs> I, be met, I, I met Oprah once. It's, and? it's like meeting the Dalai Lama, I think. It's a real experience. And then she spoke to me when I was in the crowd and she looked straight at me and I almost cried. Oh, she didn't look straight <laughs> at me. She did. I was in the front row. 13,000 other people probably said this. She, she looked stared straight at me. through me. She stared at me and she pointed at me. It was like being pointed at by the female Jesus. Right. Jesus. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. No, John, you've just been... You've had a wee blowout on your... On your there's, oh. there's been a lot of panic going on yeah. in the studio. No, sorry, I'm a bit flustered too. It's not even my phone. Yeah. I, I find this hilarious. Okay, so what I've done is... I've sent a text to someone and I'm in need of some textual healing right now because I've had an absolute shocker. Jason, who uh, who we used to work with uh, for many years, he's left the building, Sharon, you know Jason. Mm-hmm. So I thought, lovely gesture, you know, let's send him a text. I'll just go, hey mate, love you so much. Thank you so much for your hard yards, hugs and kisses, all the best, Jono. I like how he's pretending he cares, though, because he yeah. couldn't walk across, like, <laughs> nah. 10 metres to say it to his face. He had to text it to I him. I don't a text. I won't go to his leaving party or anything. It doesn't mean that much to me. <laughs> but a nice little text. I don't give that much of a crap to actually waste walk spaces over there. So so what happened? You sent this really lovey-dovey so text to Jason. Yeah, and then I've realised, because I've got a text back from someone, uh, which has come from, I sent it to the wrong Jason. Oh, no. Uh, and uh, this other Jason I've met once. I've met once. Oh, hey, just so, he's, so you've just seen him like, thanks, I love you lots, bro. Hugs and kisses, thanks for the hard yards, real emotional stuff. Uh, he's text back going, no no worries, mate, question mark. Love you too, question mark. What hard yards, question mark. Oh, my gosh. He's probably like, what do we do on that one night that we had out? Well, I'll tell you what, he did some hard yards. <laughs> he told me to no, use hard yards. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, so. Well, what are you going to do now? Like what happens what do, now? Yeah, what are you going to do? You're going to back to him, Well, you've made me talk about it on the radio. That's what's happening now. Do you know what I think? Have you texted back yet? No. I think that our listener pals should write the text message back so we get people to call up. Or get one word at a time. One word at a time. And you have to send that reply. So let's go to, like, a few callers and we'll construct a text. Whatever words they say, we'll put mm-hmm. it together. So okay. we need four people to call 0800 The Edge right now. And there's four words that go in this text message. Oh, here's a dangerous game. We're going to do this live, <laughs> are we? Well, this is the oh, okay. I'm worried about. Oh, like, do we do it live? What if somebody swears? So oh, let's, God, let's, please don't. Yeah, no, no, don't swear. No Sharon Mad Dog Casey. Here All we right. go. Okay. Apologise. Okay, so we're putting caller. a parental warning out there right now in case, we, in case anything rude happens from now on. On. You've got three seconds to turn your radio down for your little ears in the car. Three, two, one. Okay. Brenda, what's the first word? Um. Um. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay. The first message. The first um, word is um. Okay. Lots of you and lots of ems. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to start because you're kind of like, oh. Um. Okay. Let's find out, Tony. What is the second word of the text message? What? 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 Um, what? Um, what? Okay, that's good. Angelo, what is the third word of the text message? Olive. Um, what, Olive? Okay, perfect. He's going to think drugs. And Angelo, what is the last word of the text message? So far it says, um, um what, what, Olive? 
What are you going to add to it? Hey, uh, I would like to add thank you. Um, what? Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. All right, thank you so much. Okay, I'm going to send this to Jason, who I've met once. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you. And I tell you what, you should do it as well. If you've got someone that you'd like to text right now, just yes. just text them. Um, what Olive? Thank you. And then call us and tell us what the response yes. is. I'm pushing oh, send on fun. it now. Oh send. God, he's okay. Go. Boom. Yeah, go send it to your friend and then call us on. I'll wait hundred the edge and we'll see what sort of responses we get. John Ben and Sharon on the edge. Kelly, what reaction did you get? I got. WTF, have you had a stroke? Oh, <laughs> goodness. But if you're having a stroke, you're probably not sending a text, are you? No, what all of that? No, probably not. But I haven't had one, so I don't know what happens. More, more it would be call the emergency services, please, if you could text. Mark, what was the response you got to the text? Mark. Yes, hey. What was the response you got, babe? Oh, I didn't send... No, that wasn't... I didn't send the text. I was, um... I was, uh... Preempting and, and calling in for the uh, for the yachtula. Oh, oh this, is, this is good. Yeah, no, this is all right. Okay, why should, why should you be on this boat? Well, I, like, honestly, I thought that's me. That's me. I'm. I mean, newly single, heartbroken. I got to get on this boat, man. That's that's me. Okay, Mark. What we're gonna do is we are gonna we're gonna get you to hold the line. We're gonna get all your details, and then uh, we'll possibly make you the yachtula. By the way, if you're a single guy out there, or you know a guy that's heartbroken and wanting to find love, text through to three three four three, and they could be coming on the yacht party as a nice single guy. For for all the ladies. The now, yachtula, we're calling him. Now, back to the wacky text. Um, <laughs> the more important things. Jackson, you're 10 years old. You have your flash cell phone and you've sent this text which said what, Jono? Um, what, Olive? Thank you. <laughs> and what response did you get, Jackson? Uh, I got WTF, are you on drugs? What? Really? You're only 10 years old. Who, who did you send it to? I sent it to my best friend. Oh, no. You're doing drugs at two years old. <laughs> no, no. no. It is, it is no. four. It has no, just been 420. 420. No, no, hey. <laughs> and Michelle, what about you? What did you get back from the text message? Um, my sister rang me and she was like, are you still taking your happy pills? Oh, <laughs> no. What did, you, what did you tell her? Did you say, nah, I'm crazy now and I'm just talking about olives? I just said, no, I didn't send that text. <laughs> She's the crazy one. You're going. No, it came from your number. It wasn't me. Wasn't you? Well, she's having a conversation (laughs) with herself now, so maybe she's off her meds. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. JJ, Dom and Randall, they've got a bounty out for Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, she's in New Zealand filming a movie with Mindy Kelling from the Mindy Project and also Oprah Winfrey. And they've been trying to get her on the show. And if you're the one that gets her to call, then you get $2,000. Now, I'm saying she's gone in the same cafe every day down in Queenstown. Someone must have asked her by now to call. Oh, you look at her Instagram and every photo, there's like 100 people on there going, call the edge, call the, the edge. edge. Yeah. yeah. But we uh, thought we made... Well, she's just a horrible person then, isn't she? <laughs> if she hasn't called the edge by now. We thought that maybe... Because uh, you're quite busy. Maybe we should give the breakfast show a call and pretend that we're Reese Witherspoon to Uh-oh. see if she'll get excited. What time? It's prank o'clock. Oh Here we God. go. Here oh, we gotta, go. you got to do a classic uh, voice here, Jono. Look at the clock, Ben. What time is it, baby? It's after three. It's prank o'clock. Oh, okay. Prank o'clock. When, when did you start calling Ben baby? <laughs> oh, we're good. <laughs> too, close, too close, Who's guys. playing Reese Witherspoon here? You, you are. You are. You are. Oh, you are. Uh, just calling Randall from the breakfast show here. To be a role of a lifetime. Hello, Clinton, Jamie speaking. Hello. 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 Oh, JJ, Randall or Dom there, please. <laughs> sure, hold on a moment. Why, thank you. Shit, I'm selling it. She, she totally believed Why it. She, like she believed it. Yo. Hello. It's Reese Witherspoon. 
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Is there a block number? And I was like, babe, answer this. And if it's if someone wanting money or that I don't want to talk to, tell them I'm in the shower. Well, do you not want to talk to Reese with a spoon? Because I'm yeah. here. Hello. <laughs> oh, this is my friend. <laughs> this is Oprah. Do you want me to be Reese and Oprah? How's shooting been going, Reese? What's that? How's shooting been going? It doesn't oh, look like you've been doing a lot of shooting. What about me, Oprah? <laughs> no, we've had we've had you on the show once. Before. Oh, what about my friend Mindy Kelly? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> who? Mindy? Who? Mindy for the Mindy Project. <laughs> There's no bounty for Mindy, oh. I don't think. <laughs> Fuck you, then. <laughs> <laughs> you just got... Hey, bro, you just got pranks. <laughs> How does it feel? Boom, shame, pull the shame Yeah, curtains. prank life, baby. <laughs> is, this, is this not Reese? Did I just get pranked? Yeah. Oh, you got pranked, <laughs> But it's still going, though, isn't it, Randall? What's that, the bounty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mate, she hasn't called. Okay, we, what? We, we've gone as far as the fact that we think... Uh, people have told us that she knows about it like she has been told about it but right. maybe she's still not calling because she's like two grand at what <laughs> point do you start to look desperate that's my question <laughs> yeah that's that's the question alright well uh, if you see Reese Witherspoon get her to call JJ Dom and Randall and uh, maybe they'll get the real thing on the phone but until then ta-ta Randall <laughs> oh, okay this is a real phone call okay bye guys <laughs> okay bye guys see you later can I just jump in here? Can I pull back the curtain? That was pre-recorded. Well, we recorded that earlier. Thanks for editing out my F-bomb, bro. And I said, hey, make sure you edit out my F-bomb. You're like, yeah, all right, bro. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What's that sweary pants? Stop swearing on the radio. Don't roll me up. You know what I'll come back with. John Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, the yacht party. Sunday night. Uh, got Aaron from the Geordie Shore. 150-foot yacht. Three stories of yacht. You want to pee money? Spin in the decks. Yeah, well, you got it. It's happening on our yacht. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we did, did do the stats. Sharon, you did the stats. 98% ladies on this yacht. Yes. So I reckon this is a good opportunity because everyone's looking for love. They're always like, swipe left, swipe right. How about you do it in real life? And we find a guy that is just amazing and just hasn't found the right girl yet. Yeah. You're looking for a, a genuine person, right? Yeah. We want actually someone looking for love. Not someone looking for a passion dash, someone looking for a relationship. And if you know somebody or maybe that person's you, call us on 0800. The edge, David. You reckon you could be our yachtula, or have you got a friend? I have a friend. Okay. I, uh, I have a girlfriend, so unfortunately, I don't think she'll be too happy if I participate. Probably okay. not. Probably not. Um, he's 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 big. He's like six foot something, and mm. he's he's handsome. He's got a beard, and I know that's all in at the moment. Sure is. Um, he, what do you think it is about him that is making him stay single? Like, does he have a weird thing that he does? Has he just got no game? Uh, yeah, it could be the lack of game, but uh, I don't know. I think he's he's kind of he. I think he knows his worth a little bit on the low. He's got a sex dungeon, <laughs> and people judge him by a sex dungeon, and he's just never been able to find. Hey, that's in at the moment. Fifty Shades of Grey's massive. Okay, wait there, David. Wait there. It's never been a bit of time to have a sex dungeon. <laughs> Stop trying to convince us that your sex dungeon is okay. All right. Okay. No one's into it. It's not even a Your dungeon. Wife. It's like a weird shed. It's a garden shed out yeah. the back. Instead of leather walls, it's yeah. just like in between it's the a chlorine tar- and the, the roundup. Yeah, I told you. It's not, it's, not, it's not romantic making love next to compost, Ben. It's like a, it's like a cross between 50 shades of breaking Wait till bad. Wait I get out the weed whacker. No. Oh, God. Jordan, welcome.
belong to the show. That's what? what they call me. Who do you Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been like a week. Don't realise what you just said. Jordan, who do you want to nominate for the Yachtula? <laughs> to say words. Uh, oh, it's going to be my mate, Casper. Okay, and what is it about Casper that you think makes him the perfect Yachtula? Oh, he's like the friendly ghost, but he's visible. You can see him. He's um, oh, he's good. He's 24. He's a builder. Mm-hmm. Blonde, blue eyes. Here's a tip. Let's let's never uh, let's never describe him as being like a friendly ghost again, because that sounds like someone that's going to hide in my room and watch me get dressed, which could be why he's still single. No, no, no. I said he's like Casper the friendly ghost, but you can see him, so you could see him in your room watching you. He's like and he's friendly. He's like, hey, shares. <laughs> if yeah. I am over here <laughs> snoring a lot, yeah. <laughs> He's got a dog. So okay, I mean, what sort of dog does he have? You can tell a lot about a man by the breed of his dog. What sort of I dog is it? I wouldn't have a clue what it, it barks. <laughs> <laughs> For goodness sake, Jordan. Okay, he wait there, me. Jordan, wait there. What He's we're going to do yachula. is... That guy's a We're going to get people to send through their Yachula nominations and we're going to choose a top three and then we're going to put them on our Facebook page for people to vote on and they could be coming and being our Yachula on the Edge VIP mm. Yacht Party and finding love. My man, my vote's for the ghost with the dog that barks. <laughs> <laughs> He's leading at the moment. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the Edge.